just have an issue. What you finna do? What you finna do? What you what you finna do? What you finna do? Hey guys, another week, another podcast, which means we're talking about election night in America. We need a drink to get through this. Everybody else got a drink because we need we need to get this popping. It's it's gonna be a rough night, but we're about to make this fun and we're about to talk about everything we need to talk about and get through this night, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to election night. So for whatever reason, my producers thought it was a great idea to do a live podcast live meaning you know like semi-live kind of at the time time being y'all know what I mean to record the podcast during my own election party so this is going to be very interesting my friends are loud and crazy and hilarious so I said why not if they're already going to be here why not have them on and also talk to them about some hot topics of the week, what's going on in this election right now, what we're seeing on this TV right now that's making us laugh, that's making us cry, that's making us do all these things. This is the only way we're going to get through this night, y'all. So let's get it popping. So today, election day. I can't with New York City. You would think that it's 1955, the way that these doggone polling places were acting. So I have a gripe. Here's what happened. I trek it all the way downtown. Why? Because I just recently moved and totally forgot to renew my license with the new address. So that means you have to stick with your original polling place. Trek it all the way downtown and I'm minding my business, getting my ballot at the table. I go into the little voting booth, mark my paper ballot. That's a whole nother problem. Get out the voting booth and go turn it into a machine. At the machine, there are poll workers that are supposed to guide you on how you're doing what you're doing, how you're sticking your paper ballot into the machine. I, as well as everyone else around me, asked this particular poll worker, hey, how do I put this in here? He's rushing everybody. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Now, keep in mind, there's chaos going on at this poll location. There's 50 million people. People are running nuts. Like, there's no line. It's just chaos. There's no organization. Also at this same polling location during the primaries, a fight broke out, y'all. People were fighting because the poll workers would not allow the students, it's a heavily populated student area, the students vote in that location, they assume they didn't live in that district. I knew foolery would pop off again because it would be way more people. Lo and behold, that's what happened. No organization, no nothing. So this poll worker seemed quite overwhelmed. He seemed a little disgruntled. He seemed like he had an issue being there. Now, last I checked, this is a volunteer position. So go your ass home if you don't like it. But anyway, I asked him, how do I put in this poll, this, this, this ballot? He says, any way you want, any way you want. I slip in the ballot and it says error on the machine. You must turn the ballot around. And I looked over to him, I said, oh, clearly there is a way to do this then. And he just looked at me like I was crazy. I stuck the ballot back in the opposite way and it took. All of a sudden it says paper jam, paper jam, paper jam on the doggone ballot, on the ballot box or whatever you want to call it. And so I'm looking at him like, so what are you going to do about this? And he starts looking at it, he said, oh, it's fine, I'll unjam it, you can go. Uh, uh, No, 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 
it says paper jam ballot not counted and he was like yeah yeah, yeah i got it no 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 i'm going to stand here while you unjam this paper and he was like ugh, rolled his eyes and huffed and puffed whatever sir so i'm standing there minding my business like we're gonna do this and i'm gonna sit here and watch so he unjams it and then it says on the screen paper jam cleared but ballot still not counted so i look at him and i say oh it's still not counted what and it, it took my it never gave the paper back so i'm looking at him like what am i supposed to do he said it counted i'm sure sir are we looking at the same screen what's going on this mug says flat out ballot not counted and he says oh it's already ha it's happened before i got going off on me basically he got in my face and said you gotta go you gotta leave try to put me out the dog on call the place so i was trying to keep calm this whole time now mind you he also accused me of breaking his machine and jamming his machine so i'm already pissed off and i try to hold my my just hold my tongue because I'm one of the only black people in there and I can't act the fool. So I just sat there and I said, you know what? Who can I speak to because I don't trust that it's been counted? Even though it says right there on the screen that it hasn't. I don't know. Figure it out. Go talk to the people at the table. I was like, so there's no there's no protocol here? I'm the first and only person this happened to? Apparently, I'm the first and only person that asked after this had happened before. So I go over to the back to the table where I got the actual ballot. I showed her what I was talking about on the polling screen. The screen had gone away. Um, he had told me to go talk to the lady at the table, and the lady's like, well, I don't know. It's a I don't know. And I'm like, ma'am, then who does know up in this mug? Because y'all are all polling workers. Why don't y'all know nothing? She said, go talk to the supervisor. So I go talk to the supervisor, who she pointed out, Miss Irene Rodriguez. Thank you, girl, for looking out, by the way. And Irene says, oh, I'm going to, I don't know what I can do. I mean, I don't have the actual ballot. I don't know. I was like, I need to redo it. Oh, that's probably, I don't know. Here comes the guy from the first machine, walks his behind over, stands in front of me, and starts going off, starts yelling and over-talking me to the supervisor saying, this woman right here broke my machine, she jammed my machine, and I tried to tell her that it's fine because it's going to count. And I'm looking at him like, are you insane? Is this a Twilight Zone? So I lost it, y'all. I, I acted out character, and I, I just had to get with his ass. Sir, and I said this in a much louder and crazier turn, tone, sir, you know damn well that screen said vote and ballot not counted. Stop lying. Stop saying that I broke something. It broke on its own. Like all these articles are saying is happening all over the doggone tri-state area. That happened. It wasn't my fault. I asked you how to put it in. You didn't even tell me. You shooed me away. And it jammed and it said it's not voted. Or it's not, it's, I'm sorry. And it says it's not counted. The woman says, oh, I'm going to have to get the city involved. I see it. I'm going to have to get the city involved. So I said, then fine, let's get the damn city involved. So this woman has to call the city and all the huffing and puffing, all the people are mad because I'm holding up lines. And guess what? They will deal. So I made everybody stand there while this lady called a doggone city to see if I can get a new ballot. And what did they tell her? Yeah, you have to give her a new ballot because it said, the machine said, the vote wasn't counted. The man goes, this happened to me four times already today, and I think it's a machine error. I think it's fine. If it happened to you four times already today, that means at least four people believed your dumb behind and walked off without saying anything. That could have been four votes, and I honestly think if you're gonna say the number four, it probably was 40. It probably wasn't just four. 
How many other people walked in here and said, oh, okay, he said it's fine, so I'm going to leave. That's not cool, y'all. So uh, needless to say, city said I could revote. I went over there, got me a new ballot, inserted into a second polling machine, and got my vote counted. By the way, while all this was going on, a third machine in that same polling place broke down. Broke down to the point where the supervisor had to board it up and say we could no longer use this machine. So two out of the three machines were broken and done. And they still allow people to use broken machines, the first one. This is the kind of story I wanted everybody to understand because the way I was shaking, first of all, child, it took everything in me not to pop off on this man. But also, just imagine if you're not someone who's, you know, kind of adamant about making sure things are going right because you never had to really worry about somebody suppressing your vote. Can you imagine how many other people that that happened to today? Things like this are problematic and they need to be addressed. I had to call the New York Board of Elections to try to report this. Their phone line was down and busy all day. So what did I do? Call the Department of Justice, go one step above. They answered the phone and they took my report and they promised that it's being turned over to their lawyers. They said that these are things that they've been wanting to hear, that they want to be able to monitor, so thank you for telling me. They took my information and the lawyers will be checking back. That's all you can do. Do your part, stay where you are, stand your ground, and report it afterwards for later consumption. So everybody can get on one page eventually in this doggone country. It's 2016. Let's move to text voting or something. We text vote for Dancing with the Stars. Why can't we text vote for this? That's all I got. All right, guys. So we're right here at Natasha's election party. Just me and my close friends, about 10 people, um, just chilling, eating, drinking, watching these election results, and still want to talk about some hot topics of the week and what's going down right now. By the way, as we're talking, Florida still has not been officially called, but they're going back and forth between Hillary and Trump. Who knows what's going to happen? They're also going back and forth between Hillary and Trump for for um, North Carolina. So these two big swing states were still over here biting our nails and trying to figure out why this is so damn close, y'all. Okay, so I have a close friend of mine here to talk and chit chat with me about a few a few things going down. So my friend Darius is probably the only person that watches as much TV as I do and as many movies as I do. I mean, we could like set a Guinness's book of world record or what is it called? Guinness's world record, whatever. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We could set the record for how long we can watch in, in one sitting, how many things we can watch. We literally watch the same things down to the same commercials. Like we'll send each other texts while the commercial's on. He's like, oh my God, I'm watching the same commercial and this commercial is hilarious. Like, who does that? Why are we on the same channel at the same time? We don't even live together. Like, this is crazy. So, welcome, Darius. Hey, boo. What's up, people? <laughs> so, I want to chit-chat with you, who you're also a pop culture connoisseur like me. I want you to tell me what you think about this Prince Harry and Meghan Markle situation. So, let me set it up for y'all. Why are we talking about the royal family on the YBF podcast? I don't know. I don't know. I, I love the royal family. I mean, they're not black. But here's the thing. Here's the catcher. His new girlfriend is. And we love every single bit of it. 
I've always had a crush on Prince Harry. I mean, like, always. He's so cute. He's got that red hair. He's so hot. Anyway, so Prince Harry is now dating a, uh, an actress in Hollywood. Her name is Meghan Markle. Now, she is um, a star of the, sh- of the show Suits. She is actually biracial. Crazy enough, when we posted this this story originally on the YBF.com, people came for us like, how dare you post about white relationships and the royal family like we don't care and other people had to check them like y'all the girl is biracial she's black so we're talking about it so his new girlfriend is black and she she's amazing she's a great actress she's beautiful um and i think that people are having a hard time with prince harry of all people dating outside of the royalness and the royal blood and dating a girl who is from off of Crenshaw Avenue you know like they're not they're not trying to have it so places like or media like Daily Mail and other British tabloids have been running insanely racist and sexist stories and now in an unprecedented move Prince Harry and the royal family have put out an entire statement not only is he claiming Meghan Markle as his boo as his girlfriend all of that but he's going in on this media and basically calling them trolls and basically saying, stop coming for my girlfriend or else I got something for you. He's protecting his black queen, honey. And so this, this, this letter, which is pretty long, pretty detailed, he gives examples of how the media has completely blasted his girlfriend, has put his girlfriend's life in danger. And he's saying, you know, I've dealt with this all my life. I've grown to have thick skin, but this media has now crossed the line with the way they've talked about my girlfriend. They put her address out there in L.A. where she where her parents live. Um, She has a black mother and and a white father. And for whatever reason, the media has exposed where her mother lives. And now the paparazzi are trying to break into her house. And it's just it's a hot mess. So it took for Harry to send out this letter, this open letter from Kensington Palace and say, y'all got to stop it. Y'all got to quit. Um, I'll, I'll read one excerpt and then we'll get into what we really think about all of this. Kensington Palace says, his girlfriend, Meghan Markle, has, subject, has been subject to a wave of abuse and harassment. Some of this has been very public. The smear on the front page of a national newspaper, <clears throat> Daily Mail, the racial undertones of comment pieces, and the outright sexism and racism of social media trolls and web article comments. Some of it has been hidden from the public. The nightly legal battles to keep defamatory stories out of the papers, her mother having to struggle past photographers in order to get to her own front door, the attempts of reporters and photographers to gain illegal entry to her home, and the calls to police that have followed. The substantial bribes offered by papers to her ex-boyfriend, the bombardment of nearly every friend, co-worker, and loved one in her life. And they go on to say, Prince Harry is worried about Miss, Miss Markle's safety and is deeply disappointed that he has not been able to protect her. Aww. It is not right that a few months into a relationship with him that Miss Markle should be subjected to such a storm. He knows commentators will say, this is the price she has to pay. Now, by the way, Prince Harry, when, when you state that someone, you go on record saying this is your girlfriend, this is somebody close to your family, that person is now allowed to get secret service protection from the royal family. So this was a, both a strategic move as well as, hey, I'm letting y'all know this is my girl, y'all need to leave, leave her alone. So what do we think about this? I mean, I'm all the way here for it, but what you think about it, Darius? I mean, like you said, it's definitely two birds, you know, one stone. So now he can't get her the protection and he put it out there like this. This is true. It's, you know, it's no rumors or anything. This is my girl. Yes, she's a black girl from Crenshaw. Yes, she's an actress. Um, but now they're 
they're actually going as far as slanting her character because she was with a guy for about two years before she met Harry and while she met Harry. So now they're trying to call her a gold digger. Mm. You know, she she left her, her boyfriend who was just a cook or a chef. <laughs> just a cook. <laughs> That's what they put in quotation marks for, you know, this billionaire, young, handsome prince. But what do you think is, do you think that they're actually going to be together? Like, I have my hopes in my head, but do you really think that this is going to, like, is this a sign that they're actually taking next steps to get really serious? Because I don't recall Prince William actually ever putting out a statement about him and Kate. So do you think this is like, they're actually getting real serious? I think this is really serious. I think it's real. I think um, Prince William and Kate was kind of uh, almost like, one of those mail order bride things where no. like he was I really do I really think like he was she was kind of hand picked like she doesn't have a lot of scandal her family doesn't have where a lot of scandal where they have even met they met um, at, through social social events and everything what they knew social the event am, is this girl at not saying she can't be a social event y'all I'm not saying that I'm saying what event are you what event is any chick in Hollywood just at that, that Prince Harry is at as well, where you get to actually sit down and chit-chat and get into a relationship with this man? I mean, that's what they claim. That's how they claim they met, through mutual friends, hanging out, What bars, mutual friends they got? Like she I friends think, or princess? They had, they had pictures out together. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and things oh, like no. that. But oh, Megan no. is definitely winning in my eyes. But winning. No matter what the media says, no matter what social media says, no matter what you know what can really go on the what they really need to focus on is her stepping foot into that royal palace yes that's not gonna happen oh i'm gonna tell you that right now no because if diana couldn't walk through those halls <laughs> it's no way megan from crenshaw is walking through those halls i'm gonna tell you right now not over the queen's, queen's dead not having body it. at all what's at queen all. gonna say this is his woman it, so diana was his wife Ooh. and you see she left she wasn't forced out. She was made to leave. Mm. Like, it's a difference. But you weren't given the ultimatum. The and queen is like 106, that. though. I mean, isn't she going to be over it by now? No, like, I'm sure she's slaughtering some young virgin's blood right now. She's not, there's no way in the world that black woman is going to walk through those <laughs> corridors as part of the royal family. It's going to be scandal. He's going to meet her over here on this mainland because she's not coming to the UK no time soon unless they meeting at a Hyatt Regency or something like that. <laughs> she's not going to be in Buckingham or in Kensington or in any of those other little estates around um, the UK. They were mad at Camilla too. It, come on now, but Camilla knew. She thoroughly, thoroughly Camilla, white. Camilla's closed the married men. Ooh. And until you do right by Diane, everything you think of is going to fail. So, you see your, how your skin look now? Hmm. That's karma, baby. I can't. I can't. I really do hope that Meghan and Prince Harry get... Because I don't know what it is. It's almost like, girl, do you get up in there and do exactly. every, live every girl's dream. Exactly. And not just every girl's dream, every black girl's dream. Like, just do it, girl. I'm Winning. here for you. Winning. What you need, girl? What you need? We can help you. We need. She needs our support. Because you know how... We can, we can really down our own race. Right. We can really attack our own race. Oh, she's light-skinned. She's not really black. She this and that. She this and that. We, she needs all our support behind her, pushing her away, rooting for you. We rooting for you, Megan, over here. <laughs> we are rooting for you in New York City. I'm you here for winning. it. I'm here for it all day. 
Um, I think that they're gonna get married, and I'm 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 here for it. So whatever. So tell me what you think about this election. These it's all these like all the swing states are too early to call. We're over here freaking out. Who do you think is gonna get it? What do you What are you here for? Who do you want to win? Well, first of all, I'm just so disappointed that we're even over here nervous. We're supposed to be popping drinks and supposed celebrating to be a already. Right? It's supposed to be in a landslide. Um, I'm definitely thinking Hillary's gonna pull through. But come on, America, is Trump really two points and uh, um a hundred you know polls? You know just it's just really, really too close. Really too close. Foolery. In 2016. It's like, foolery, honey. And it just baffles me. Like, I'm speechless, pretty much. And you're from Virginia. So, what do you. Your, your state over here tripping. As usual. Tripping. What are they going to do? I have no idea. But see, I think about it is what I'm thinking is a lot of people were, like, back at home were saying, you know, well, I'm not voting for either one. But you don't understand. Not voting for Hillary is voting for Trump. Absolutely. And I kept saying that. If you think, you know, one's not better than... Vote for the lesser, you know, the lesser of two evils, if that's the case. Child, but just right get now. out and vote, though. Like, my whole thing is, like, just get out and vote. All these people that got lynched and beaten and killed yes, yes, and, yes. you know, marched hundreds of miles and did everything they did, they did that so we can actually have the option to wake up and go stand in line for two hours and we're complaining. Get your behind up and go out there and vote. I'm tired of that. And that Y'all applies need to, to even that. the next elections, guys, because there ridiculous. are midterm elections. There are, pres- there are all kind of elections. Please take heed to that. Now, as of right now, in your state of Virginia, Donald Trump has 50% of the votes. Oh, Lord. Hillary Clinton has 45%, and they have 13 electoral votes. This is a major, this is a major situation. So let's hope for the best, y'all. Take a drink. <laughs> Next up, I have my, I call her my cousin friend. She's actually one of my best friends. She's also my cousin. And she's like the most diehard political person I know outside of myself. <laughs> so she's over here losing her mind because Hillary is not necessarily losing Ooh. just yet, but it's 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 a little close and it's a little freaky. It's it's we're we're losing it a little bit. I don't know why. Why where's your drink? I can't. <laughs> like my nerves are too bad. I will get sick. This is Jewel, by the way. Jewel, tell us what's going on. What's, Hi, what's happening everybody. with this election right now? I'm in a daze Why? of disbelief. I, I'm telling you that it should not even be this close. This is so ridiculously scary. That is this close. I'm praying that we get a win. But that the fact that it's this close says a lot. And when she says we, she's talking about Hillary Clinton because we, it's, yes, really, God. it's really she's, she's anti-Trump. I will say that. Um, no, I'm for Hillary Clinton. Let, let, me, get, okay. let me really get all of this Go really ahead and straight. Say it. Okay? Get it straight, child. Because... I did not subscribe to the lesser of two evils BS that everybody put out there. Oh. I am for Hillary Clinton, okay? To even put her on the same level as Donald Trump is a travesty. She's nowhere near close. It is not even close. The fact, it is unfair that she actually has to run against him. And why is that, though? Because he is a hateful, disgusting, racist bigot. And anybody that tries to say differently is either blind, deaf, dumb, stupid, or they want to be deaf, dumb, and stupid. They're choosing to be that. So why is it so difficult? Like We're sitting here watching these election results roll in. Donald Trump has 49% of the vote now in Florida, which is, it's good and bad because it's like the fact that we're this close in Florida in a conservative state actually is kind of good for Hillary. But damn, we are still so close. Like, what what do you think it is? Why is it that he can do so bad? He can say the craziest things and the dumbest things. Mm -hmm. Hillary is overly qualified for this job, as the Obamas have said, Mm -hmm. as the Clintons have said. I mean, it's... Okay, one... 
it, it's crazy because I've always said that in my life, race always came first for me. It, it wasn't my gender. But I really recognize with this race how gender played such a huge role in where Hillary Clinton is compared to Donald Trump. It's absolutely ridiculous. Second thing is, I'm not going to discount some shenanigans, to be quite honest with you. Not the Russians. Putin is all up in it. And no. let me tell you, if Donald Trump wins Virginia and North Carolina, I think Putin had a whole lot to do with that. Now, okay, but let's just separate all that. Let's forget that, okay? I just think that Donald Trump has gotten a rise in this country because he really, really put his campaign completely centered around fear and hatred. And it's like hatred, fear as a result of fear, as a result of hate, people are fearful. Oh, no, as a result of fear, people hate right. because, of, because of the unknown. And it's so many people that got the pass to be, oh, he's saying what I've been feeling because I feel like I'm about to become extinct or I feel a bit inferior because right. other people are taking over. And forget the fact that I'm, I am hurting with jobs, but Donald Trump still hasn't explained how he's going to create no, these jobs. None of that. For me. And your husband actually works with the railroad, yes. correct? And he, that means they're in a union. And you, we were just talking about this weekend how the a lot of the that people work with are, him are voting are voting for, for Trump. Do- Donald Trump. And it's like this is a union. Unions. How Republicans you can hate be unions. a Republican and in a union is just baffling. To be quite well, Republicans honest, Republicans pretty much they hate what would you stand get rid for. of unions right tomorrow. And if these they people could. are still voting for vo- Trump. You, and you know why? Because they're too busy hating. I really mm. think that that is the bottom line. It has to be because it makes no sense. If they're too busy being fearful and hateful because somebody else will take their spot and they think they are superior. And I really think it is that because that is the only way you can explain all of this foolishness. It is absolute foolishness. And and it's sad. It's sad because here we are, the idea that we could elect the first black president, not once, but twice. Mm-hmm. This beautiful man and family be in the White House and behind him, Donald Trump and Melania. <laughs> Why are you going in on Melania? I'm saying, I, I'm really not mad at Melania, but it's so hypocritical the way Republicans, the stance they've taken with Donald Trump. It is so hypocritical and so op. Could you imagine if if Barack Obama, let alone said even a quarter of the things that Donald and he Trump said that. is said and done? Right, he, he said, said like a tenth of right. what Donald Trump has said and done. But if he tried to bring in some woman from that he was married to from Slovenia that you can't even half understand what she's saying. And I let me I'm just talking about I'm not mad at that. Correct. I'm talking about the way Republicans act when it comes to patriotism right. and others. But we see here that the only others they have an issue with are the others of color. Now let's talk about that because we've talked about that before about when we talk about immigration and when we talk about terrorism and quote unquote terrorism. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It nine times out of ten is not talking about like the white man that went no. into the church and, and no. killed several people, you know, at a, in a church that he was invited into to worship with them. They're talking about people that are brown yes. and people that are from usually Middle Eastern countries right. or even hell, black people here in America. Right. What do you think that that's something that's resonating with people like the KKK and people like um, the white power groups and, and even just the, un- the people I, in the I unions, is that something they are just clinging on to? Like, yeah, Trump, we agree. Yes, I think so, because one, it deflects from who they really are and have proven to be and have a history of it. It is all connected. Y'all, we are programmed subconsciously, unconsciously, however you want to look at it. We are programmed to believe 
a certain thing from the things that we see, from the things that we watch, from the, the magazines, the pictures we see. And, and it is almost like they have us programmed to believe that these others are the ones that are the terrorists and hurting us. We should be afraid of white male Christians when you really think about all Girl, of it. That's who we should be afraid of. The podcast. And I'm a Christian. <laughs> And I, I'm, just, I'm honest to God, like, if you really looked at the history of terrorists, people who actually came and took over and took from and took and took from people, killed people, raped, pillaged, just took over lands. And right. play, who should we be afraid of? White male Christians. Bottom damn line. That is the honest to God truth. And if y'all don't want to know the truth or understand the truth, that's on you. Girl, I feel you. I feel you. Now, what Sorry. are you going to do? I, I hear you. I hear you. What are you going to do tomorrow? Say that Donald Trump ends up pulling this out. I'm not saying that he will. I know. I'm Ooh. saying if he ends up pulling this off some type of way, what Ooh, does Jesus. tomorrow look like for you? You have a daughter. You have a husband. You have a family. What does this look like for you? What are you going to do? If, I'm, if I honestly believe what I've been taught, which is that God is in control, I will need to accept it continue to pray and move on but I will be honest for the first time in my adult life I didn't care for McCain or Sarah Palin and I sure didn't care for Mitt Romney and I don't even remember who his vice presidential who, who, who did he run with I don't remember I don't either. even remember we could look it up but whoever it was I didn't care for either one of them but never did I actually consider not living in the United States of America if either one of them won the okay, presidency. Okay so who's, who's your first call if who's the first website you go to which country is the first website you go to if Trump gets elected? Canada. <laughs> because it isn't too far away <laughs> I can drive right back on through even though they're they're uh, real estate is on a different level, which is another conversation to have. But yes, I, we, me and my husband actually like, hmm, what's up with Canada? <laughs> like, what's going on, Canada? I love Canada, by the way. <laughs> I'm not saying I necessarily want to live there full time, but I love it. I went to Montreal. Mm. I was obsessed. They have a great health. Do you mm. know that in Canada, by the way, with their healthcare system, which is amazing, they have basically mandated things they have to do, and it's really mm. to keep up their mm-hmm. to keep up their their well being. So I went to go get a massage at this hotel that I was at. This is back when I had a man, y'all. Y'all know that. <laughs> and he got he surprised me with the massage. He surprised me with the whole trip to Montreal, uh-huh. and then to go see the Nutcracker because I've always oh, wanted to see the Nutcracker. That. I know. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Well, I'm gonna go take her to see it in Montreal." We go cool. there. We do a spa treatment, all this stuff. At the yes. end of the spa treatment. The masseuse goes, is this on your insurance card? I said, excuse me? Oh, yes. And she said, yes. Is it on your insurance card? I said, well, ma'am, I don't live here. Tell me more about this insurance (laughs) card that comes with spots. And she said, well, in Canada, every with your insurance uh, policy, because, you know, they have a nationalized situation. Uh On your insurance policy, you are guaranteed a certain number of massage treatments, spa treatments, things Mm. like that. They're all included. Covered, child. Covered. It's all included, and it's part of your well-being. It's part of they're they're yes. from the mindset of if you take care of yourself, we don't ever have to get to the point where you need the surgeries, where you need the medication, right. where you need right. the mental health um, doctors and right. all those things. I can't lie, I love that way of thought. Yes, me too. So I'm not mad at you for picking Canada. Oh yes, <laughs> and you can come right on with me too. Yes. Okay. Mm-mm. So what are you what are you doing? How was your voting day? How did that all go? Let me tell you. Today was. Because absolutely... by the way, we're in New York City. She lives yes. in New Jersey, and there's been pure New foolery. Jersey. 
pure foolery with the election um, polling places, with the oh, with the long lines. Uh-huh. Y'all have seen the articles. It's been a little crazy. I haven't heard any problems about any problems in New Jersey. Okay. I am a New Jersey girl, born and raised in New Jersey. I have my complaints about New Jersey. But one thing I appreciate about New Jersey is a blue state. And I feel like my vote counts every year because we always come through for the Dems. Now, I don't necessarily like labeling myself a Democrat. However, that's typically where I lean. And I am so happy that New Jersey pulled through for Hillary Clinton. It was an absolutely beautiful day for voting. It was such a nice Not beautiful. day. She's I crazy. said beautiful. Beauty. And I didn't drink. <laughs> it was a beautiful day. A beautiful <laughs> For voting, it was absolutely gorgeous, and I felt good voting. I was, I always enjoy exercising my right to vote. It's so important to me. Love it. Well, I do want to say there has been a ton of it. Thank God you didn't see the issues and you didn't encounter these issues, but there have been a ton of issues in the tri-state area, which includes New Jersey, New York, um, with with voting. And I'll talk about that in a minute because I got some things to get off my chest with the drama I went through today, y'all. I'm about to get to that And I'm sure you're not the only one with many stories all over this country. Many. Well, thank you so much, Joel, for telling us your take. Thank on you. all this foolishness going on with this election. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. It was Go get great. a drink. You're going to need it. <laughs> Guys, I'm back. I have my good friend of Minty Years. <laughs> <laughs> Minty Years. With a T, Medea. Cliff Carson. Hello. Thanks, Boo, for being on the podcast and at my election party. Good evening. Hello, everybody. <laughs> By the Hi way, there. you usually host the, the the election parties, right? I generally do, and it's funny because I was actually planning to host tonight until someone sent a text message saying uh-huh. that they wanted to commandeer the whole election moment. Don't so, be shady. Don't do you it. Know, we went through two Obamas together and we all sure these have. things, but so now we're going to bring it in a new era. Running when, through the streets of Harlem after he got elected. High knees <laughs> and banjos and drums and all of those things. At the Apollo Theater. But it's appropriate that you know girls run the world. Hopefully. Yes. So we're here with Natasha it's only right. tonight to it's only right. celebrate Thanks. the coronation, hopefully, of our first female president. Thanks, boom. Okay, so tell me about this election. Right now, mm-hmm. at this very moment, mm-hmm. Trump is up with 51% and Hillary with 44 in the state Whew. of Ohio. Yes. Cliff's home state. My home what the state. hell going on in your home state, Well, this bro? is the thing, too. It's like, you know... As you wear your Hillary Thug Life shirt. I have a Hillary Thug Life shirt. It's actually her from... Yale Law School, for those of you guys that can't see it, it's pretty dope. But I don't know. I feel like this. I think I'm not counting Ohio out yet because it's like one of those states where it has very dense dense pockets of the people that tend to vote for Hillary. So you figure you have the minorities and the educated whites and the Latinos. They're all in really one concentrated area that they've only reported 13% of. So um, I'm keeping hope alive. Yes, keep I mean, up alive. I'm disappointed that it's actually this close. But did y'all expect anything different in Ohio? Like, what's your mom and them saying back home? So, I mean, I told my mother, though, I said, you know, you need to fire up that old church van and just, <laughs> just bring people to the polls and, and go knock door to door. Dust off that voter registration. <laughs> you know, dial for votes, do what you got to do. But, uh,. I mean, my, everyone is very nervous. They're on pins and needles. So what is, what is because you're from Cleveland. Yeah. What is Cleveland going to do? What is 
Columbus going to do? Like, all these places were one. LeBron James and J.R. Smith spoke out, and the Hillary yeah. was going extremely hard the and last Jay-Z day. And Beyonce. Jay-Z and Beyonce did a concert, yeah. which was amazing. Yeah. It's like, uh, what else is it going to take? These are heavily populated areas of, of minority communities. I think, you know, what? this is the thing, though. At the end of the day, you realize when we're talking about minorities, we're only 13% around African Americans. Correct. Of the population in the United States. You get somewhere like Ohio that even you know, isn't really a major city. We're even a smaller population of the entire state. So, I mean, again, there's very dense pockets of minorities that hopefully will will push through based on the small percentage that's reported. But I don't think this is really an indication of people not voting. Um, I think there's a lot of trickery going on on the other Explain side. Explain this trickery. I Explain. mean, I'm sure you covered off on some. I mean, this is happening in New York City. Child, so, I'm going mean, to give my story. I'm going to give my story. You know, as blue as blue can get. Yes. You have these red, purplish states that you know are really pulling out all states. I mean, like, look at Charlotte, the way that they've, like, um, divided up districts and, and created laws that really... Um, disenfranchise a lot of people that will historically vote Democratic. Um, I had an issue when I was trying to, like, vote this morning as well where they were asking me to put, like, my vote in one of these magic boxes that Excuse me? That probably go to Narnia. No. Or or something like that. Wait, where was this, in Harlem? In Harlem, where I live, yes. I heard that in Harlem, actually, I was telling y'all earlier about how they the craziness in New York and New Jersey and, yeah. and the tri-state, um, how people's votes are just going missing, how there's no registration yeah, books. I mean, what I'm not going to do is put, like, this is, I'm not, I don't use an advocate for math anymore. <laughs> I, I don't like, you know, we're not in the Flintstones and I don't rub my feet on the floor, so I'm not putting my vote in a box. Like, oh, this God. isn't, like, fourth grade where you put you vote for the president in a Kleenex in New York, box. unfortunately, I don't know why of New York of all places we don't have electronic voting. We're still using paper ballots. What did they tell you? Like, where, they didn't put it in the machine afterwards? They just said, you know, basically the same thing that they had mentioned to you, that we'll, we'll make sure that your vote counts later. Mm-mm, and sir. It's just, yeah. Nope. Yeah. This is New York City, y'all. Imagine. Imagine everywhere So else. imagine what's happening. And not only that, but I mean, I like to think I'm somewhat educated right. or whatever and relatively young. So imagine someone that is a little bit older and maybe like a lot less like And aggressive. has to get to work and doesn't or, care and like, oh, hurry, I got to go. And in general, then they would just turn around. Right. So I mean, I think it's really unfortunate that this is a state of affairs. It's wow. even crazy to me that we have somebody that is about like this close to being president that literally has no political experience. And when you think about, like, the way they were trying to challenge Obama, Ooh. and, like, you know, he was a fucking senator. He, yeah. Sorry. Um, he also <laughs> was a community volunteer worker. I mean, he has the Ivy League degrees. He has a lawyer. He's successful. Law review, all Like, all of this. And it was under such scrutiny. And you have this guy who's a fit. We don't know how much he's worth because he hasn't done taxes in, I think he's a in flat how many lie. years. Um, he's lost almost a billion dollars in one year. He, like, is a crook. Like, he... It's crazy to me. So why do you think that is? And were these people that are now that are now supporting Trump, even though he doesn't have this experience or any... Honestly, he doesn't have any civic knowledge at all. Yeah. Were these the same people criticizing Obama? Like, how... I mean, these were the same people criticizing Obama. I think it's two things. Like, I mean, I think to say it's, it's not racism would be so ignorant and irresponsible. Um, so it's clearly racism comes into play. Um, I think that we also just in the United States we have a default two party system. Right. Like maybe I could have been a Republican right. candidate and people just would have like you know voted for Whoever me it was, because that's at the end of the day for. it tightens up and people tend to like stay true to their party mm-hmm. lines. And then I think a lot of people like I mean Hillary Clinton not for nothing is very polarizing. Like I mean even with me I was one of those only sort of memoirs like I guess I'm with her. Right. right? I guess. Child. I mean I, I I came around and I mean there isn't really an alternative. 
but I don't know if people are like doing somersaults and backflips to the polls to, to vote for her. There so are some people, and again, agreed. we. Sure. I think she's qualified. That, Listen, I think everybody in the room qualified. agrees that she's probably overqualified for this job, to be perfectly Listen, honest. Um, I saw that. You see the CNN thing they did, Becoming Hillary? Right. Where they showed her, and it was like in her high school yearbook. They had the inscription that she was going to be the first female president. Wow. And they were talking about how Bill Clinton had had one turn for in government. He was a governor of Arkansas for one term. Then he, like, messed up. And then he um, lost. And then she was the one that orchestrated his return. Like, I mean, so she probably behind. And then even in the 90s, that whole quote she said about, like, I guess I could stay home. I guess I could have stayed home and baked cookies, but I wanted to help with policy. And at the time, that was a negative thing. But you remember, that was what Beyonce used. In her quote in Cleveland, right. when she, um, you know, Beyonce always does a quote with like little music in her like letters. We we know what Beyonce does. <laughs> Beehive president, um, but yeah, she had used that, so it was like such a positive. So I mean, I, I give her her props. Like I mean, I think it's dope, um, and I think she deserves it. But I think it's unfortunate that this we're even at this place right now. And the fact that she has to go against us, like she doesn't have a worthy opponent, yeah. and she's still struggling. I mean, to I think get this respect. is a larger. This is a microcosm of how it is in America, right? Like you have a woman, you have a minority who has like worked their ass, asses all out. Okay, worked their ass off <laughs> to get where they are, like overqualified for this. And, and still you not have, good enough. And you still not get enough. And you have to work, like Papa Pope said, twice as hard to get half as much. Mm. I mean, I think this is a testament to that right now. Yes, Papa Pope. Yeah. I, w- I wonder if Papa Pope had a meeting with Hillary. Hey, like, Pope I, was he, Papa Pope would kill Donald Trump. Needs, Trump absolutely. wouldn't even make it. He needs to like have a little sit down with Hillary. Mm-hmm. He needs to have like a little powwow. So you are a House of Cards fan, just like me. Love. Oh my God, how much is this just like Claire Underwood and Frank Underwood? Oh, oh, these Clintons. These Clintons. Yo, it's like literally. You know, the exact same me, thing. Do we think about these? Okay. When do you think the last time they had sex? Do you think Stop. about these things? Like that? Who Hillary like, and Bill? Yeah. I don't think about that. No. Ew. She has a sexy pantsuit for tonight. Why do y'all be hating on her pants? No, I, think I love that a pantsuit. Pretty damn fly. Oh no, another thing. That that last debate, she was dressed. That listen, these pantsuits are dressed. She Taylor. I'm all about tailoring. She had on a cute pair of boots today. They were not some kitten heels today. Curious. Yes, sir. Did you ever see the thing that says I got this much patience and it's one of her kitten heels? (laughs) (laughs) To answer your question. But do we think that they're sexually active? I don't know. I don't think so. What? Here's what I think about the whole sex thing with Hillary and Bill. Because here's the thing. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Well, I don't think that she... I think that she's over him. And I think she's mm. only here because she knew she was running for president. It's, again, Frank Underwood and Claire Underwood. If yeah. y'all watch House of Cards, y'all yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How could you ever love that man the way you used to love him when he cheated on you publicly and and completely embarrassed you? And it was like that. They went... Because they, they were broke for a second. She had that Benghazi moment. Like, like she don't have time for him. It wasn't very festive, yeah. I wonder, though. I don't know. Do you think she's a lesbian? I don't think she's a lesbian. Stop it. I don't think she's sex and bill, though. If you had to take a guess. But not one way. (laughs) I don't think she's sex and bill. Like, why would she? Okay. Oh, wait. But did she just win something? Hold on. Did something happen? Donald Trump. Oh. So people people stepped away from our party. Drink in hand, by the way. Drink in hand. To go have a prayer circle in my hallway. That's what's going on. That's how people scared right now. I can't with y'all. I can't. So Cliff, tell me what you think is gonna go down. So I think what I think is gonna go down is I think that I think that Hillary will win, but this is a lot. This is a long way to go for a ham sandwich. I thought that we were about to have this moment like this where they were just like it was just getting his ass kicked, right. where he was gonna um, just lose all these states. 
lose all these states, and and it, it's not looking like that. Like I mean, he's not going down without a fight, but it's crazy. Like this is the thing. This is about Donald Trump. He didn't like, do before, the, before this election. I was I would say I was a fan. He's entertaining. Well, you, yeah, he's, he's an entertainer. Low he energy jab. Like how fucking yes. funny is that? Yeah, yeah. And then what is it? Um, he calls him like little Paul, L- little little lion, little Rubio. L- L- what is it? Lion, lion Cruz, <laughs> and then Crooked Hillary. Like this is like I mean he was the master of TV and entertainment. And then even like I mean it's so. You can't even make this stuff up. Well, this has been always been my issue with reality TV, and I've talked about this on the site before. I pick and choose which reality TV I talk about yeah. because of issues just like this. I think a lot of America does not understand how to discern between reality television yeah. and real life. In real life. And when you keep promoting reality television to something that that's basically mediocre. He's yeah. a mediocre person and to me. Reward, yeah, and now you start putting it. him on a pedestal. pedestal. People are choosing him to be our president. You know they don't know the difference. Is I also think going off of that is you have the, I think I think people think they're on reality TV. Everybody does. In general, like everybody's a star. TV has created this thing where I think people think it's cute to act a certain oh, kind yeah. of way, and it's like at the end of the nobody cares. Nope. You have four hundred followers on Instagram and you're sleeping on a like a dusty mattress, <laughs> like. It's like don't get it twisted. Like you're not Kim Kardashian, and Kim Kardashian was rich before. And we're not gonna get on and that. We won't. I know how she feels about these things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so oh my God, back to Hillary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Child, right don't get me started. I'm already, I'm already on oh edge. Well, you know, well, this, I mean, she was traumatized. She was gagged and bound. This is Batgirl. She untied herself. And found a phone. And people believed it. Do you see what I'm saying? And people believed that she so untied herself. She was herself gagged and bound and gagged in a bathtub where people spoke French and she can't speak French. But she knew and what she to say. she saved herself. And people believe this it. Is just Bar- like what's it? Barbara Gordon. Just like they believe everything Trump says. It's literally the same, same thing. thing. Well, you know, it's scary because it's, it's, just, it's scary because I think what this is going to do is create. This is shifted things. Yeah. I think you're going to have people realize that. Anybody can run for president at anybody. this point. Which, you know, you well, think like it's one thing about or... being anything you want to be. But I think it's like, there's, I, I think that for me, I like my presidents. Like, for me, I know I could never be president. <laughs> like, I got way too many skeletons in my car. I got bones on and bones And the way your bones. mouth is set up. Hey. Uh-uh. It's not, I'm not cut out for that. I also, never mind. Um, <laughs> but... It's scary to think that anyone that can afford it can now, like, do that. And they've set this precedent, and, like, the people are supporting it. It's- I don't know if it's anybody. I do think if you're a white male who says X, everyone believes X. I think if you are anything other than that, yeah. they're going to think Y until Twice. you prove them otherwise. And that's the difference. I mean, God forbid you go to Columbia University, my alma mater, by the way, and then Harvard <laughs> Law School, and, you know, you and actually do the right thing. And even, how about, let's talk about Michelle Obama for a second, oh. because... Do you remember it was this whole thing where she had to get America to like her? Right. And it was the thing because she went to Princeton and then Harvard Law as well. And, and she was, was his boss. She was she his was boss, boss. And at the summit's internship. Melania Trump, hmm. who has like some like notarized letter from her lawyer saying she was illegal, whatever, when she applied for a job, which is questionable because what if, job? I, if I was a lawyer when she uh, did when she was hired, because there Hold were people on. that were uh, allegedly right, and she's also done porn. Mm. And I mean, well, so is listen, so is Donald Trump. I'm, People's in a porn I'm, too. I'm all for the melting pot and these things, but I can't understand what she says when she speaks. Stop. Me personally. Stop. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm do her voice because people are gonna be mad at me. I'm just. <laughs> and 
And then she gave this really she went on this rant about bullies on on social media the other day. <laughs> and who's the biggest bully of them all? That's gonna be her new platform. Because Did you hear? I mean, Donald Trump has given us Twitter's greatest hits. Talking I about, can't. I would say Bette Miller's unattractive, but that would be politically incorrect. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, he gives us like you read that feed, like I laugh. I'm just like, this is like. But that's the thing. That's the difference between an entertainer and a leader. Everybody in this world is going to laugh at us you know if what's he becomes scary the president. Is that he's using this presidency as a platform to carry out vendettas. Because what did he say? As soon as I'm president, I'm gonna put Hillary in jail. Right. And then he's talking. He's putting Hillary in jail. He's creating walls. Like, he's, like, getting the Muslims, like, not and to come in. And as I've said in this whole election, everything about this, everything that Donald Trump is trying to do is to benefit him, his businesses, and him. Well, not only that, but it's also his point of view on politics is very specific to him as a businessman. 100%. He's a failed businessman. And I don't think what people don't realize is they see all these Trump buildings. He doesn't he's, own no, them. He doesn't own them. He's licensed his name out, and that was a deal he made with people because they thought it would be in their best interest to keep him out of bankruptcy so that they can keep his brand alive. So it's like, who knows what he's... I, may be, I might have more money than Donald Trump. Hey, we all might. I might be writing Trump checks. I can't. Donald I just Trump can't. Checks. So what are you going to do tomorrow if Trump becomes the America, America's next president? President Trump. What America's are you going to do? America's next time model. Right. Um... I'm probably going to continue to enjoy the Tito's that I'm having right now. Yes. And I may just take the week off. Not the week. I may just need a reset. I mean, we are a boss. You do what you do. I do. Hmm, do what you want when you pop in. <laughs> Any final words about this foolish election right now? I mean, the votes still have not come in for the major, I mean, major the places. I think at the end of the day, people at large, you know, like, to do what to do what the right decision is who knows like at the end of the day also these networks are making a lot of money based on ratings like who knows where we really are with these like they're saying it's 25 percent of it's probably 100 even if i've never seen in in the history of whatever they do right now where they call these like obama mopped the floor with mitt romney but they didn't call it early so i'm hoping that this is a case of them trying to draw this out for ratings because i would like to think that the American people know the right thing to do. A lot of these are saying 20, 25% are in, 51% are in. And it's like, these polls have already closed. Yeah, I mean, all, this is like their it's coins. It's probably 100% is in. And they would lose all them coins I mean, unless they... advertise. Because, I mean, who's not watching this right, right. now? Right. It's like the Super Bowl. It's, it's the Super Bowl. Super Bowl politics. Thank you, boo. Go get you another drink. <laughs> 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 all right, guys. New numbers are in, and my election party is like... They already pouring another drink and grabbing Lucy's. I can't. They had a prayer circle and everything. North Carolina, right now, Trump has 49% of the vote. Hillary has 44. In Florida, Trump has 49%. Hillary has 47. And that's with majority, a good majority of the votes in. Ciao. So I have my good friend Joan here to chit chat about all of this. She's actually a North Carolina native. South, South Carolina. Carolina native. I always get those confused. People always do. I shouldn't know. They're very different. I know. South Carolina native, and she's just a sweetheart. This is actually our friend's anniversary. Yes. We met four years ago at my other friend Cliff's Obama election party. Four years ago, pretty much to the date. Yeah. So now we're still good friends and chilling on this Hillary election day, we hope. We hope, so. We hope. But- what do you feel about what's going on? I mean, it's sad. I mean, for a lot of reasons. We were just talking about how, you know, for a long time, I think a lot of us were comfortable. Yeah. We have an education. We're doing good at work. We're making a little bit of money. We own homes. 
And then bam, the country's voting for a very conservative Republican. Yeah. You know, it just makes you think. And Well, there are a lot of people who are hurting. Yes. And, and like everybody likes to say, we can't ignore people's hurt and people's Absolutely. pain and they're maybe voting out of fear for Trump because they don't want the same old thing when they were voting for the same old thing when Obama was in office they had issues in their life right. so they don't want to vote for Hillary but does that is Donald Trump going to help them I don't think so I don't either I don't see I mean Donald Trump is for Donald and then people like him I mean I don't think he's going to help the country at all he's going to help himself he's going to help himself He's going to continue to not pay taxes and everything else. Hmm. You know, everything lies on the back of the middle class. Hmm. Talk about broke back. Yes. <laughs> what are we going to do tomorrow? If I mean, right now, you know, not all of the votes are in. Not all of the polling places have submitted everything. We are at 95% of the right. vote at Florida, though. So that's pretty much a done deal for Trump at 49%. What are we going to do if really this all adds up to a Trump presidency in the next hour or two? I don't know. I've been thinking about that a lot today, especially while I've been here. And it's just scary, especially for me as being self-employed. Right. Like, what does that look for me, look like for me, healthcare-wise? I mean, work-wise, everything could change after the inauguration. I could be going back to work. I don't. You know, you just don't know. If Trump becomes president, the first thing he's going to get rid of is Affordable Health Care Act. I use that. Right. <laughs> that helps me out tremendously. Right. I remember when I was self-employed years ago, prior to Affordable Health Care Act, you know, I'm paying like a thousand dollar difference now. So it's just so much to consider. And I feel like just a lot of people who are already in need are already hurting. Just more suffering. And for, for the everyone. first time, for the first time in a very long time, when Obama became president, a lot of people, almost like the flip side of the coin we're seeing right now, a lot of the people, especially people, um, uh, you know, black, brown, things like that, we all felt ignored. Mm-hmm. We felt frustrated. We felt hopeless. Yep. Nobody paid attention. It was the same old politics. Nothing helped us. Absolutely. For the first time. Obama changed that a little bit. Yeah. There are some detractors who feel like, oh, mm. Obama didn't help black people out of that. They have no idea. There's so many things that he did even behind the scenes or even Absolutely. just in his administration to help the black community. When it comes to him igniting the My Brother's Keeper program, mm-hmm. would would Donald Trump ignite something like that? Absolutely not. That'll be gone. I don't Honestly, I don't even think Hillary Clinton would ignite something like right. that unless she was... And I do feel like she's kind of grown as a person to now understand why black people were so hesitant right. to embrace her. Maybe now, but from the get, you know, in 2000, whenever she was running against, Eight, yeah, no, 2008 no. when she was running against Obama, she wouldn't have done that. Absolutely not. Um, so I do feel like it's almost now the flip side. Yeah. Now those people feel ignored. Those people that were basically privileged and winning now feel ignored, even though they're not really being ignored. But like I always tell people. The oppressor, equality for an oppressor feels like oppression. Like it feels like I can't deal with this. Even though it's equality, they feel oppressed. That's really what we're seeing right now. That's what I think. What do you think? I agree with you. I mean, it's just, it's heartbreaking. Everyone, we had a little prayer circle in the back. Mm -hmm. You know, the whole thing is I feel like everyone's out for themselves and not out for each other. Because there's no way you can be a Trump supporter and be out for each other. There's no way you can be out for the good of the American people as a Trump supporter. I'm sorry. This man is for himself. He has displayed all the isms 
and it's just not going to help us and the at fact all. that those isms don't bother people it's no and this is where it comes down to fundamental fundamental thinking and you're a single woman yeah. and how do how would you feel about okay so i saw this funny picture where this family they were they had a house they put their picture of their house on facebook and it had a divorce sale sign on one side of the divorce sale sign it said clinton on the other side it said trump mm. and it had divorce sale in the middle right that is like i can't sum it up even better it's almost like how can you be in a relationship or even a friendship a with friendship. someone who respects trump enough to vote for him so i have gotten rid of a lot of people that i thought were friends um, and I, I considered friends because they said they were Trump supporters. But did you feel that way about when when it was Obama going against Mitt Romney or Obama going against No, because I guess even if Mitt Romney displayed all the isms, if he had all the isms in him, he never spoke out right, against right. them. Donald Trump just doesn't care. He's going to tell you, I hate this, I hate that, let's put up a wall there, this, there, that, the African Americans. He's just so vocal. What more do you have to lose? A lot. A lot. Ninety percent of us are not broken up. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I'll invite you over. Right. So but, what do you think? Why is that? Why is that why does that only matter sometimes? Like why is that not a fundamental issue? Like I will straight cut you out of my life if you if you allow those types of thoughts to permeate. Why is it that some people are okay with that and voting for that? I have no idea. But I know that if you were in my life, were in my life, and you were vocally for Donald Trump, then there's no way we can be friends because you're not for me. You don't care don't what happens to me it. or anyone I else. I How can we be friends? How can I be vulnerable with you how can i feel i can't be my most authentic self with you mm -hmm. you know if you're my friend of all nationalities i wear my race on my sleeve i'm very black i have friends of all walks of life mm -hmm. i have no problem busting out and talk about black issues in the middle of the dinner table because this is this is what i go through right so if you're my friend you should want to hear what i right. go through now, if you're a Trump supporter, you don't really care because you're trying to oppress me anyway. And it's like, what is it that we're support? We're willing to support the thought of a job, like I, because he hasn't even told y'all no. how he's going to give y'all a job. So, he, what is it that you're supporting the exactly? The man is the president, the king of the empty sentence. Right. That's all he gives us, and for people, that's enough. As long as you insult someone and then throw an empty sentence behind it, apparently, it's working. Because I mean, if we look at the poll numbers right now, it's sad. It's scary. I mean, I, I'm, I'm praying for a miracle. I know, right? We need a miracle. Help us, Jesus. Craziness. In the name of Jesus, <laughs> let's touch and agree. But seriously, it's just, it's alarming. Um, above all of this, to me, the most alarming part is that people are going for this. Ugh. They're buying it. It's almost like, so, and I'm of the, I'm of the school of thought that, our friends allowed economically and financially i understand the republican mindset because trust me it would help out my pockets a lot absolutely. more if i could pay less taxes absolutely. and not do this huge tax bracket that i gotta do i understand mm -hmm. but for whatever reason and this is where it comes down to fundamentals i can't sleep at night if i knew i voted republican for my own pockets absolutely and see that's my issue because just because we can do it doesn't my mean cousin, my cousin can. in south carolina can't i am pro-choice i right. am i am for 
equality amongst Absolutely. everyone. I am for women's rights. I am all of these things that a lot of Republicans, now I won't say all, but a lot of Republicans are not. I mean, Donald Trump isn't even for it. He's already said he's pro-choice before right. and he whatever, but now he's conveniently following I mean, on, on the Republican, Republican platform. Of course, he's not a true conservative. He's no, not a true he, Republican. But the fact that someone could ignore these isms and ignore this sexism and the racism and all these things I understand that when you're not those things when you're not a woman when you're not black when you're not um, Latino when you're not any of these things it's easier for it to roll off of you because you can't empathize but I could always empathize Mm -hmm. and I can't change that I'm a black woman maybe that's why I can empathize or maybe I'm just a good person so I can empathize Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that aren't black or women that can empathize and they understand why can't everyone do that why does why does finances I don't I can't explain it wait can I cuss yeah you can I know I just prayed this requires a child I love Jesus trap music Jack Daniels and all that and a good cuss word everyone <laughs> wow sometimes it's the only things you. that work <laughs> right right it's it's very sad that we can't yeah. just all agree to just be respectful of each other and vote for the person who is one qualified Absolutely. and two who's not out to hurt who's literally their whole job is just to hurt someone that's Trump that's not her and you know I agree with everyone else we've had someone else on the podcast Cliff even said you know I'm not girl I guess I'm with her you know I'm not right. 100% but at the end of the day I don't feel like my life is in danger if she was elected Absolutely. now my, Donald Trump I do Absolutely. I'm against Trump that's the way I vote today. Voted today. I'm voting against Trump. I just can't. I just we just a lot of these states are it's it's looking real red on that on that map right so there. So how do I how do I do domestic travel now? How? Like how do I move about this country? And we've seen I the feel things, very safe in my blue state right now. Right. How do I go back home to South Carolina? And we've seen the things that have happened in Florida over I mean 2016 has been hellacious right. by the way. Yeah. So it's just We've seen we've seen the drama with certain cases that were mm-hmm. either not tried, um, where or cops got away with murder right. literally, where people stand stood their ground. Right. Hmm. Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like those things will continue. Absolutely. If Trump gets into because they'll have more office. confidence. Yeah. That they'll be okay. I mean, the KKK has written a letter of support. Yes. For Trump. So what do we expect? I don't know what to do, guys. Louisiana, by the way, just got called for Trump. That's no surprise. My home state, y'all. We're both from red states. It is what it is. It is what it is. What are we going to do? So tell me, how was your voting experience today? There's been a lot of drama. I had the most pleasant, gentrified voting experience today in Harlem. (laughs) Seriously, I, I forgot to change my voting location, so I, you know, I moseyed over to West Harlem, took a nice 15-20 minute stroll, expecting the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, went and picked up a little bit of breakfast because I was like, I'm going to wait on this long line. I saw videos and pictures earlier. I had a little line. I didn't mind because right. everyone was friendly and chipper and good morning and we're, you know, we're all great. We're waiting to vote. Pleasant experience. I was in and out in about 30 minutes. Wow. Yeah. My experience sucked, so I'm glad to hear that yours uh, didn't. Yeah, me, you know, my neighbors and I got along well. Well, my old neighbors we got along well, and everyone. I will say, primaries was awful. Oh my That's God, why I was awful. expecting the worst. Awful. You know, I prayed the blood of Jesus cover me, cover my mouth, all that stuff. I just wanted to do my civic duty. 
but it was right. a pleasant gentrified experience we had a good time okay guys wait we have a cnn projection coming in oh gosh two one i can't do y'all hear people they're losing it oh well this wasn't a shocker yeah, donald trump wins montana, montana. Yeah. moving on I tell you, no one can carry a story like Wolf. He can drag that thing out until <laughs> next week. If what we need him be to. like, <laughs> shall dra- drag it out. Okay, guys. Iowa and a few other states are still too close to call. We're still holding out hope for Hillary. I live actually pretty close to the Jacob Javis Center. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell y'all that, but I will. And so it's tons of it's tons of people around, tons of cops, tons of helicopters, tons of just everything. Tons of people are outside the Javits Center for outside like it's freezing cold outside and they're standing outside in mass droves waiting for Hillary um so I think a lot of people are still holding out hope and we still getting there y'all we're still getting there 139 electoral votes for Trump and 104 for Clinton we need 270 to win one last thing Joan I heard that North Carolina is extending their poll out that might be a reason why we still haven't gotten Mm -hmm. the full-on the full-on numbers but north carolina is extending their time um because there were so many machine issues which i can relate to Mm -hmm. um and you know overwhelming amount of voters trump already sued nevada today Mm -hmm. alleging that things happened in nevada that probably didn't what do we think about this now we're seeing that trump has 50 percent of the vote in north carolina what what are we doing so I'm glad they extended hours. I feel like there are a lot of working class. Is Trump going to sue them too if he loses? If he loses, he can sue anyone. I don't care. I just need him to lose. (laughs) I'm glad they're extended hours. There are a lot of working class folks that need to, that aren't able to get to the polls in time. In New York City, New York City employees are allowed two hours on election day to go vote. That should be a countrywide law right. that everyone gets time off to vote. Right. So I'm glad they extended the hours. I hope it works in our favor. North Carolina, don't disappoint us now. Please don't. We don't have time. Come on, y'all. Ain't nobody got time for none of this stuff. <laughs> Cam Newton and them, I hope you guys rallied everyone. Let's go out and vote and make this happen. We don't really hope. Cam Newton is too worried about his career right now. Oh, I need him to be worried about this, <laughs> this election. election. Okay, well, thank you, Joan, for thank sitting for down and chatting with me. us. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. Go ahead, back to your prayer circle, girl. With your Jack Daniels in your hand. <laughs> I cannot. Praise him. <laughs> he knows my heart. Hey, guys, I have a new and final person to talk to today at this election party. We're all just over here struggling, y'all. Struggle, mm-hmm. struggle city. The struggle's Trying real. to get through this. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Amin is here to talk to me about what he's thinking about all this drama. Mm-hmm. Oh, I miss you. Hey, Natasha. He's been a workaholic lately. What's up, YBFers? How you doing, boo? <laughs> <laughs> First You're of all, let me just say how like, gorgeous you're looking right now. Oh, She's looking scrumptious. My I just want to like, reach over and just like take a little bite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I look a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> no, Thanks, she doesn't. <laughs> she Thank never looks you. a hot mess, by the way. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. So let's chat about this crazy election. We're seeing these mm-hmm. numbers come in. Mm-hmm. You're on like drink number six because mm-hmm. we have to get through this mess. Right. What are you thinking as you see these numbers come in for these states that we kind of thought Hillary had a chance with, but she didn't? I'm thinking like 
who the hell is supporting Trump? I just yeah. feel like everyone who I've talked to, like in the office space, like it's just like everyone. And you like, work in corporate Donald. America. I work for corporate America, and it's just like are these like low key like Donald Trump supporters? I'm just wow. like it's like sleeper supporters for him. What's happening right now? Like how do we just like lose this whole? Like momentum, how do we lose this election so quickly? The momentum is really going in his favor, and it's just—it's alarming. It's alarming. I'm scared. Yeah. I don't know what what I'm gonna do if I wake up tomorrow morning like Donald Trump's the president. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not going to work. By the way, not not going to work. <laughs> I'm not going to work. You calling him? Calling him black? I'm calling him Black Solidarity Day. Okay. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna call him black too. I'm calling Wait, him black. I can't do that. <laughs> Oh, what are we going to do, y'all? What are we going to do? Okay, so you are born and raised in New York. So you're kind of used to it being a blue state. Mm -hmm. But now that you're seeing what what else is going on around the country, like, what could we have done? What are we supposed to do? Should we do something differently? Like, why are people... Do people not love Obama? What? It's not even... It's it's funny. I'm thinking about today the concept of, like, being woke. Like, a lot of people, like, throw around the the term of, like, oh, you're woke now, you're woke now. Yeah. And, like, I'm honestly, as you kind of, like, get it, it's like, I feel like I've been in a dream for the past, like, 10 years. You know, I'm college educated. You know, know, I work in corporate America, whatever like that. And you're just thinking, like, oh, we are accepted. But we're really not. No. Not at all. It's like the the, the country is divided. Yeah. 100% divided. So when you step outside of New York, and y'all, you do travel a lot for your job. Like, now it's like, oh, we ain't, we're not the norm. Right, right. Definitely not the norm. What are we going to do? like, you know, I've seen it all, like, over and over again. But it's just like, looking at this election and, and seeing, like, the divisiveness of this election and seeing how polarizing Trump is. I just can't believe that that we're living in this time right now. I can't believe that people are actually really thinking about... We're going backwards, right? We're going backwards, 100% backwards. I don't know if we just didn't vote, if the people that that actually believe in the goodness of humans mm-hmm. and, and social issues being mm-hmm. a priority, maybe they just didn't vote. I don't know, but it's not looking good right now, but we're going to keep hope alive. I'll say yeah. that. I, I just hope that like everyone and like, you know, our communities like came out and just like did their thing. I know when I was at the uh, the polling site today, I before I even actually got in the polling site, someone was on the phone and she was talking to somebody. And she was like, "Did you come out and vote?" And the person was like, "No." And she was like, "Ah, ah, ah. you need to get your ass out the bed, yes. come down to this polling site, and you need to vote. Every vote counts." Like she was going <laughs> in on this person. I was like, "Yeah, that's right, sister. Tell yes. her, <laughs> get out here and vote." Weren't you talking about how they moved polling places in Harlem, like to to the projects? Like what happened? <laughs> I mean, not to say that it's like a bad thing, but it's just like I just feel like they're doing everything that they can do. To like dis- moving a polling place, I don't care where voting. you move it to. The, moving the polling place the day of yeah. is a bit, yeah, yeah, it's a deterrent. Yeah, I was getting like you know updates from my friend on like pictures that they were showing me like. They were going through like these tight hallways. People come out the elevators. It was like urine, like in the hallways and stuff like that. I mean, I can't imagine people just like you know wanted to like go through that experience and like you know complete their voting process. Oh wow! So I feel like this is doing everything that they can do to just deter people from voting. Wow. Okay, so one of the issues in this election, uh, Black Lives Matter had a lot to say mm-hmm. about this election and just everything that's been going on this last few years. Yeah. When it comes, well, it really has been going on forever, but it's really come to fruition yeah. when it comes to police treatment and yeah. police brutality and things like that. Lil Wayne, as we all know, has said some foolish things on a few different <laughs> interviews, namely his most recent interview with Nightline. And he basically said all lives matter. You know, he said, oh, I don't. First, he said all lives matter. Then he says, I don't know what black lives matter is. But he had just led a chant 
at his concert a week yeah. before yeah. saying all saying Black Lives Matter. Yeah. He's clearly seemingly drugged up. We can't say that for sure, but seemingly off. Mm-hmm. But still, it was a little bit of a dangerous sentiment, you know? Mm-hmm. This was said on Nightline, one of yeah. the largest programs in America, on a huge platform a week before the election. How do you feel about T.I., his close friend, uh-huh. speaking out publicly? Now, again, they're friends, but he posted this publicly on Instagram, basically going off on him for about that interview and going off on him about his all lives matter foolishness and things like that. How do you feel about kind of T.I. checking his friend publicly? I mean, I applaud him for doing that. I feel like, you know, he's actually being a friend. Yeah. I feel like when you're dealing with somebody who has that kind of like power and influence as, as like a person like Lil Wayne, like you have to reach them in a different way. You know what I mean? You can't just like call him up and say like, yo, man, what was up with that, that comment that you made? You have to kind of like in some kind of ways not embarrass him publicly, but you have to like bring it to light in the public. And Little Wayne because was act- Wayne said it in public, right? Yeah, he said it in public, and he was acting very like you know reckless. I mean, like the comments that he was making was just like it was foolish. It was just like, dude, are you delirious? Like, are you on something? Like, you don't you don't really sound right right now. You know what I mean? Like, you need to get your life right. And I I applaud like T.I. for this coming out and just like calling him out on that because right. it's just someone had to check him. Somebody and they had to check him in a big way. You know what I mean? In a public way. Well, his daughter, Wayne's daughter, Regine decided to chime back in. Mm-hmm. Now, she's 17 years old, mm-hmm. and she chimed in after T.I. said what he said and tried to check T.I. So she commented on T.I.'s page saying, oh, I th- you know, you have my daddy's number. You could have used it. Oh, but you just wanted publicity instead. How do we... Now, now the Come internet on. went nuts, child. They were like, a child should stay in their place. A child shouldn't be saying these yeah, things. Or... She's 17. She's turning 18 in two weeks. Does she have a right to defend her daddy? But she is talking to another adult. Yeah, I mean, sure, like, it's your, it's your pops or whatever like that. But at the end of the day, these are two grown men um, who should be able to, like, you know, hash out their own, like, differences on their own, you know? Um, he, I'm sure her father doesn't need her to, like, chime in to defend, like, and fight her, his battles and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's okay. Like, it's, you know, she's a daughter and stuff like that. She's looking out for her pops. But at the end of the day, just, like, fall back, stay in your lane, and just, like, let two adults just, like, hash it out right. on their own. Reckless, 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 y'all. Reckless, reckless, reckless. So what about your family? Like, tell me about that. Because I know that, especially amongst black people, there's dissension of, um, about who they should vote for. And if we should be supporting Hillary for whatever reason, um, if we should be if we should be voting at all, what, should mm-hmm. we, what is your family dynamic when it comes to voting and politics? Let me tell you something. Like voting is very important. My brother, my little brother is like 21 years old. He just turned 21 like uh, a few weeks ago, but he's been telling me that he's been voting ever since he was 18. My mom right now is disabled. She can't really walk on her own, but she actually got out to the polling site today and she voted. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. It's like that's how important voting is to to me and my family. Like. People have, like, died. People have, like, you know, gotten lynched. People have, like, gone through so much for us to, like, get the right to vote. Like, why can't we just get up off our freaking asses, go out there, stand, like, 30 minutes on the damn polling line, and vote? This is our right. This is our civic duty to vote. Right. Every single vote counts. And as we're looking at the election, we're looking at these numbers, like, we see that every single vote counts. Yeah. I mean, it's like a 10,000 voter difference. It's an 80,000 difference. And in the big scheme of things, In some cases, there's 700 votes that's splitting yeah. up. It's, it's, every single vote counts. 
<sighs> what are we going to do tomorrow if we wake up and there's a, in, on the New York Post cover, it says President Trump? What are we going to do? You know, I've always liked, you know, Paris. So I'm. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite city. <laughs> no, now, Jewel said she's going to Montreal. Montreal. Okay, well, she like said Canada. Paris on like, you know, so you're, you're thinking Paris. Okay, okay. Where else? Where else would you do? Where else would I go? I would go like to, you know, Costa Rica. I would go somewhere in Asia. Okay, so we're not staying in America. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Wait, you have a relationship. You have a great job. You about to just toss it off? When I when I realize that like the majority of Americans hate me yeah, that's <laughs> and don't too. want me here, I'm out. I'm out. Oh god. No, I mean, like I, I would stay. I, I would fight it through. But you know, what? I would just be very disappointed. Yeah. I'd be very disappointed in like you know this the American system, this our entire like political process. Like I can't believe that Donald Trump is actually a candidate. I can't believe I'm looking at the TV and like I'm seeing the same person who was like, "You got fired. You're fired." This reality TV star. I can't believe that he is. All right. Well, he just won Ohio, guys. Wait, y'all. CNN projection just said Trump won Ohio. Now, that was a state that we did think that Trump was going to win. I don't think it was that much of a shock, but we thought that Hillary was kind of gaining some ground, right? Yeah, Jay-Z and Beyonce performed. She had mad, mad coverage in Ohio these last few days. Um I mean, I think it says a lot that she gained some ground there. I will say that. But, yeah, they're calling it for Trump. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, like, looking at that, my heart just sank once again. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to think, what to do. It's Oh, wow, it's 53% for Trump. Now it's 78% in. Wow. It's a little bit more of a landslide than I thought it would be. Yeah. Well, guys. So what did we do? I don't know. What did it's we a, do? It's a great question. Did now, a lot of people. Up? I will say this, and I got to put this on record. People love to blame blacks. I understand that number-wise, we wanted black people to turn out in serious numbers, especially early voting, day of, things like that. I understand that it was not necessarily on the level of Obama elections, both of them, yes. but they were pretty damn high. Yeah. And they might have even been higher. I need to do the comparison. They may have even been higher than the elections before Obama. The issue I have is that I see the narrative being shaped. Oh, where were the black voters? Where were the African-American voters? They didn't do this. They didn't do that. The Latino vote was massive and la da da. All of a sudden, everybody cares about black people. I don't remember anyone caring this much during this entire long-ass election season. I didn't hear many things being talked about about the way we were being treated during this election season, as well as how we weren't being treated. Like, nobody was even really paying that much attention. And that goes for both candidates, to be perfectly honest with you. I think that Hillary kind of started to learn and started to evolve and understand why black people were a little bit hesitant to just embrace her like crazy. And then she started to say, you know what, maybe there is some room for me to understand what's happening here with the black community. Let me figure it out. Trump never once did that. He just said that we're all broken, unemployed and we can't do any worse. That's what he said. Right. So why all of a sudden, if you gave us nothing, why all of a sudden are you expecting the world from us? And those are the things that irritate me. You can ask for the most and demand the most from the group that you cared about the least. Mm-hmm. Where are all the white voters who are voting for Trump? Where are all the white voters that didn't vote at all? Mm-hmm. 
And that goes for every group, Asian voters, even some Latino voters, like everybody. Why is it always put on us? If it goes badly, it's our fault. If it yep. goes great, well, you know, everybody contributed. Yeah. That irks me to no end. Welcome to being a part of the party that's always exploited. <laughs> our vote is always exploited. You know, our people are always being exploited for our arts, for our entertainment, for everything. Our vote, money, we're always being exploited. Welcome wow, to that. guys. <laughs> wow. I don't have much else to say. It's just, it's so crazy. Right now, Trump has 49% of the vote in Florida, and that's 95% of the vote. That's pretty much a wrap. Um, I will about- say this. I, I feel like Trump has given hope to, you know, the, the, the middle America, the, the, the people who feel like they've been, you know, different, disenfranchised, the people who right. have felt like their, their voice has not been heard in the past, like, you know, a couple of years that Obama has been in, 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 in seat. And he has given the hope that Obama has given to black Americans, to the youth. He has given that kind of hope to, like, middle America, white America. Anything but Obama is almost what they were thinking. Anything but Obama. And, like, they have rallied behind him, and they have come out in droves to support him. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing that that, that result of Trump invigorating and and enlightening and, and just, like, putting that hope. And that and those people, and they're coming out to vote for him. That's what we're seeing right now. I don't understand. Well, there's still hope, guys. There is still no, hope. Hope is still alive. Hope is still alive. Virginia is not fully in. California is um, not, not in. Is New York already called? I mean, New York, New York is, is automatically called. blue, yeah, but just to make sure. Um, okay, Florida is pretty much done. So we're we're really waiting on California, which is definitely a blue state. Um, I mean, they have like Arizona still out there, Nevada, Arizona, yeah. uh, North Carolina. And we all know close. that Trump has already sued Nevada, so that means that Blue probably went to Nevada, <laughs> knowing knowing him. Oh gosh, this uh, is my BFs. I hope you all went out and voted. I hope you all like exercised your right to vote. I'm sure you did. It's too close for comfort, guys. It's too close to comfort. I'll say that. Any last thoughts about what's going down, or any hope for for the future? What's up? I'm just going to keep my fingers crossed. I'm going to sip on this drink. (laughs) (laughs) Sip on this drink and just let it just calm my nerves. Right. But I just I I just pray that, you know what, uh, things will work out for the best. Right. Thank you so much, Amin, for giving me your take on the pure foolishness and the trickery (laughs) that is this election show. Thank you, Natasha. Thank you. So we pretty much are getting toward the end of the election and everybody's pissed. Everybody at the party's just like in shock. Somebody left because they're nauseous. It's not looking great for Hillary. I'm not that shocked, to be honest. Um, I'm more disgusted than shocked. And I'll tell you why. YBF's Fully Wang of the Week goes to this damn election. I hope black folks, women, and anyone who is not a straight white male now understands who hates you. Now maybe, just maybe, you stop falling for the okie doke and turning on your own because you think America loves you. And don't you dare call this a racist statement or race baiting. This doggone election proves who the real racists are. This election is literally 
racism and sexism personified. Throwing classism up in there too. Demanding this woman, Hillary Clinton, to be perfect in order to vote for her, all the while allowing some idiot who couldn't even pass remedial civics to become president? I hope y'all are happy. For the women and the non-whites who didn't vote for Hillary or didn't vote at all because of your idiotic protest that never made mathematical sense or logical sense in the first place, congratulations, you played yourself. I'm over this mess. Toss his hair. YBF's BF of the week goes to, I appreciate the Canadians for kind of helping us like lift our spirits a little bit, and but they like halfway serious though, and I appreciate that too. So the Canadians have been subtweeting us and Norm Kelly. Y'all know he always comes with the craziness in his tweets and stuff. Um, so earlier today, he wrote, American followers, I get you're nervous, but stop tweeting, DMing, and emailing me saying, hey, big head, that's not going to accomplish anything. He is so funny, y'all. Then Canada, from the Canadian account, the actual Canada Twitter account, started tweeting out, Subtweets. So they're tweeting about their immigration website. <laughs> they're not even mentioning America. They're just like tweeting certain things, um, posting different nationalities and nif- different different uh, backgrounds and things like that of people dancing and celebrating their culture. So Canada posted pictures of this and then said, "In Canada, immigrants are encouraged to bring their cultural traditions with them and share them with their fellow citizens." Y'all funny. Y'all know what y'all was doing. We're not mad at it. By the way, the Canadian immigration site has completely shut down. Thanks for being our BFF, Canada. Especially when no one else would. All right, guys, the party's over. The election party that I'm having, this doggone election itself, it's all over. (laughs) America's over. We're over. Ugh. I want to say I don't know how this happened, but I do know how it happened. It's just, it's just the foolishness. It's just the foolishness. It's what we deal with in America and it's showed its ugly head. And that's racism, that's sexism, that's apathy, that's overexertion. That's, it's a whole, it's all the different things. It's like the both sides of every coin you can think of everything all rolled into one that has created this situation where um i know that some of the pundits like to say oh well now america has spoken but what are they what have they really said i doubt it's saying we believe trump is the best candidate i think they're saying we hate hillary we hate the establishment we hate others we hate when people come in and take things from us that we think are ours that we think we're entitled to there were so many secret trump voters like trump actually predicted there was a lot of a lot of things that we just weren't prepared for to be honest i'm not that shocked by the turnout i'm completely disappointed but not that shocked sexism in america is very real And for anyone to, you know, actually say that a woman can lead and a woman can rule, that's hard for Americans. That's hard for a patriarchal society. Not to mention, 29% of the Latino vote went to Trump and 40% of the women vote went to Trump. 
That's where we are right now. 2016. It's going down in the books. Nothing else left to say. Just get us out of this year already. Ugh. Okay, guys. Good luck. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I hope it wasn't too crazy here. But I hope you loved it, too. I hope it was fun. Thanks, guys. Big dollar bill. Stay with a paper trail. Stay with a hundred mil. Big house in the hills. Ice cubes on my neck. Stay with the money, yeah. In the back. Counter stacks. New bands. I'm buying that. All I see is green.